This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Sunday, January 29th, 2012. Rules for the road, avoid hazards. I love that. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we encouraged you not to spend uh, too much time looking in the past to keep your rearview mirror smaller than your windshield. And so last week, we encouraged you to not look to the right or to the left, but to keep your eyes on the road and hands on the... Good job. Today, we encourage you to look out ahead as we focus on avoiding hazards as we finish our series, Rules for the Road. Good morning, Connection Church. It is so great to be with you this morning. We're glad that you've... um, chosen to worship at Connection Community Church. This is a place where we seek to connect people with Jesus and the life that he offers. And we hope that you feel that connection at some point, whether it's through prayer or through music or just a smile from one another or a touch from the Holy Spirit. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we're two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, we do thank you and praise you this day. God, help us set aside the, the agenda, the cares that begin at noontime and focus on you right now. Lord, thank you for drawing us here. And we pray that we'll be changed and transformed by your love uh, today and all days. We pray this in Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit and all of Connection Church said, Amen. Amen. Okay, so there's a website called driverthink.com. Driverthink.com. And here's what we find on that website. It says this, Learning to identify road hazards is the single most important driving skill you can ever develop. Wow goes on to say, it will help you avoid countless emergencies, accidents, and it will make you a smoother driver. So, what's the operative concept? Well, it's a whole lot easier to avoid a road hazard before it becomes a road emergency. Okay, so how do we do that? How do we avoid road hazards? Well, the best way is to be aware of what's ahead. Be ready, be ready to expect other things happening, to... Um, You know, just use some common sense. All we have to do is read the signs. Mm. You know, sign, sign, everywhere a sign. Does anybody else know that song? Oh, come on. Yeah, some of us. Okay. All right. Who sang that anyway? Trivia. Uh, Something band. The what? All right. Thank you very much. We'll have uh, to play that wasn't that next in the week. script, by the way. Yeah. Went off script there. Anyway, um, yeah, it's funny you say common sense. The trouble is, common sense often isn't all that common, is it? Yeah. So, okay, so read the sign. Here's, here's the challenge. You know, when the sign says bridge out, why do we always not trust it? And we just have to go make sure for ourselves that the bridge is really out. Why did they put the? Do you think they wouldn't? They'd have better things to do than put the sign up if the bridge really wasn't out. But we got, we never trust. How about there's under there says high water, high water ahead. Well, 
just how high is that water? Because I know, contrary to all those other vehicles, my car is going to be able to make... Now, even if the water is this high, somehow my car is going to miraculously make it through, right? I see the huh. Because I got something to do and it's over there and it's going to take me a whole lot more time. If nothing else, at least I'm going to check it out. I always marvel at on the highway why my lane is slow when the accident was on the other side. It's because everybody's... You know, we, we just can't believe. We always have to check it out for ourselves. Now, you know, avoid the hazard. Just pay attention to the sign, avoid the hazard, and you'll skip an emergency. Well, there are lots of other signs in addition to the real road signs. There are natural signs that we need to pay attention to that have to do with hazard. Natural signs. Um, here's, here's an example, and it's a true story, and it's me. Um, You're not going to sing this one, are you? No. Okay. No. It was a snowy February Sunday afternoon, and it was almost five years ago. And snowy is probably an understatement. It was blizzard conditions. We all knew it. It was projected. It was part of the weather forecast. We were bracing ourselves for the storm of the winter. Well, I had something really important to do. And the meeting really was important, but I made a decision to go to the meeting. It was in Rehoboth Beach. I needed to be there at 7 o'clock. So it usually takes two hours to get to Rehoboth. I left four, four and a half hours to get to Rehoboth. That was a smart decision. And so uh, 299 was great, clear. Middletown is great at snow removal where I live. And so, but once I got down the ramp onto Route 1, hadn't been touched. Blizzard conditions, as soon as I got on Route 1, I knew I was in trouble. It was white knuckle driving. I went 35, should have gone 25, 35 in a 65, had my flashers going, practicing all my safe driving uh, with other vehicles, and we were just crawling, trying to be safe. What I didn't see is the black ice that was in my lane. And what happened was my vehicle left the road, went across the median into oncoming traffic, Route 1 north, and my car hit two other vehicles. My car, another car was totaled, another car uh, wasn't damaged uh, except for a bumper, there was a lady that was hurt and hospitalized for a couple days because of broken ribs. That feels horrible. If anybody's ever caused hurt to anybody, uh, it, it's just, it's terrible. What I did that day in my decision was to, um, to make a bad, bad choice, to get in my vehicle and to think that that meeting was more important than paying attention to the natural signs, which was snow, <laughs> blizzard. You know, that day, um, there were 176 accidents in four hours in Newcastle County. Dave Rosenblatt and I were both in accidents. In fact, he was like in an ambulance because of his, and he heard my call come through. I mean, it was a crazy day. None of us should have been on the road that day. Mm. Avoid the hazards. Mm. 
And so, just from that 170, a lot of people ignore the signs, don't they? It's easy to. And the other thing, not just road signs and those natural signs. Sometimes it's just, you know, being aware of what's ahead for the road hazards. Um, we were going up to Cary Sisters in New Jersey for the first time. Of course, I didn't need a map. It was exit 11, exit 135. That's how you always measure things in New Jersey. Anybody from Jersey here? Right? Exit 11, exit 1. You know right where I mean, don't you? Yeah, Westfield. Okay. But we didn't need a map. I, even though I'd not been there, I, but I didn't calculate one thing. There was a, a right-hand exit at a point, and I wasn't aware that it was coming so soon. Of course, I was all the way in the left, four lanes over in the left. But I got to get to that exit, you know. Now, the smart thing, I would have been to been well aware ahead of time what was happening, but I wasn't. And so, it's like last minute, and the decision should have been to go to the next exit and take that and turn around and come back. Of course, if I'd done that, we wouldn't be talking about it right now, would we? So you know what I did. I veer across four lanes of traffic with a wife and three or four children in the car, and somehow, miraculously, we're here today to talk about it. But that was absolutely ridiculous, wasn't it? Because I hadn't looked ahead. I hadn't thought about what... I didn't really take the time to think about what the consequences were going to be of crossing four lanes of New Jersey traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike, you know? We've got to avoid hazards so we don't have emergencies like I almost had that day. We could go on with lots of other examples, but I think you get the point. It's important to look ahead. It's, a, it's important to um, practice the rules of the road. Avoid hazards. Pay attention to the signs. And um, how do we do that? It's by being aware. It's by knowing what's ahead. Not only reading the signs... Stop, but heeding the signs, stop. Read them and heed them. You know, as we said uh, two weeks ago, the road is often used in literature and song in the Bible as, as a metaphor for life. And, and so we have rules for this road, this journey, living, just as we have rules for the road that we drive on. And, and the rules are, are very similar, And so on this road of life, we need to, just like on the highway, we need to avoid hazards so that we will avoid these emergency challenges and problems. Yeah, when we don't avoid the hazards, those hazards become emergencies for us and quite possibly for others that bring injury, pain, all kinds of things. I'm still involved in some litigation from five years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible is full of stories of people who, who didn't avoid the hazards, who, who didn't look ahead, who didn't pay attention to the signs. And as a result, they, they, they ended up in emergency situations. Go back to the beginning. We'll use examples that hopefully all of you are fairly familiar with this, this morning. Nothing brand spanking new, just some old good old uh, stories. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, you know, I love the part where God puts the tree right in the middle of the guy. He doesn't hide it off in a corner behind a little, you know, uh, protective fence. It's right in the middle. You cannot miss the thing. And basically saying hazard, not the tree was the hazard that if you eat from it, that's going to be a hazard. It's like right there. You're not going to miss it. So the first thing they do is, of course, just like us, aren't they? Yeah. 
They jump right into the hazard, right into, and it turns out to be an emergency situation that we're still feel, still feeling the consequences of even till today. Amen? Amen. Or how about Abraham and Sarah? They got tired of waiting for the promised son. God promised them offspring, numerous. They, God promised, and they got impatient, so they took matters into their own hands. Sarah suggested, and Abraham took her up on it, to sleep with Sarah's handmaiden, Hagar. I still don't get this whole thing. But anyway, (laughs) the bottom line is they were not obedient. They didn't pay attention to the signs. And then Ishmael was born to Hagar. And there's been tension ever since in the Middle East because people took matters into their own hands, didn't watch the hazards, didn't pay attention to God's way. You know, I'm sure um, King David, now David was God's fair-haired boy. He, was, uh, he had a heart for God, God had a heart for David. God, you know, and yet, I'm sure David didn't plan on committing adultery and definitely not murder when he first saw that beautiful woman Bathsheba bathing on the balcony below as he wandered around his rooftop that day. But that's what happened when he had this married woman brought in by his servants, when he slept with her, when he impregnated her, and then when he had her husband killed when his cover-up plan failed. You know, uh, it was difficult for David to avoid the hazard when he didn't look ahead to the consequences of his actions there that day on the rooftop. One of the many things that makes the Bible such a great book is that it's true. It's, it's not fiction. It's true. It's real. Real people with real issues in life. Real people who make good decisions and bad decisions. Real people just like you and me. And the good thing for us is that we can read God's word, the Bible, and we can see the way uh, people were obedient or disobedient, and we can learn from it. And so it's really important for us to read the signs, to heed the signs, just as it was important for um, Adam and Eve and Abraham and Sarah and King David to do that as well. And so we need to heed and read the signs, not the road signs, but the the life signs. I'll give you a real practical one for me. Um, this is real practical. I love to eat, obviously, <laughs> and 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 I'm and I'm trying to lose a little weight. I'm trying to be more careful about my choices because I, sometimes I make horrible eating choices. I'm trying to be a little bit more disciplined and all that kind of thing. With that in mind, there's a sign that I absolutely must avoid. The sign is all you can eat. You know, when the restaurant says, uh, but they've changed it now to say, all you care to eat. No, no, no. When it says, when it's, it's all you can eat. Yeah. And so that's not a good sign for me. I know that because if I walk through that door and pick up that plate, I'm not going to make one trip through that line and put a half plate full in front of me. It isn't going to happen because I'm going to get my money's worth. And that's a minimum of three plates. <laughs> I know that in advance. So I have a choice. 
I have a choice. I can either read and heed the sign and be a little healthier, hopefully lose a few pounds, live a little longer, hopefully, or I can ignore the signs, jump right into the hazard, and face the consequences. And it's my choice. Maybe, maybe you have some things like that in your life as well. Maybe it's not an all-you-can-eat, but it's, it's a something. So um, let's say that there's somebody at work that has kind of caught your eye. Now, they didn't, like, on purpose do that, or maybe they did, but you're just sort of like, wow, ooh, okay. So um, you know where that person's going to be, and you just happen to show up. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Yeah, you don't want to admit it, but you do, because (laughs) I know what I'm talking about. And so what happens is that we don't heed the signs because we instead think, I can handle this. This is just fun. This, does, this isn't going to go anywhere. This doesn't mean anything. <laughs> not. Not. Things just don't happen. Oh, it just happened, Pastor Kerry. No, it didn't. It didn't. Because it's pausing too long here or having a type of conversation here that shouldn't be had. And instead, when we should heed the sign, stop, we say, no, I think I'm just going to roll right on through and keep on going. And what we find ourselves in is an emergency situation that could cause a lot of trouble, a lot of heartache for not only ourselves, but for those around us. Hmm. You know, in the later part of the, uh, latter part of the 14th chapter of the uh, book about Jesus' life written by a guy named Luke, Jesus shares a real valuable nugget of information. There's a lot of nuggets in there, but this is just a really good nugget to kind of take with you. Here's what he says. He says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and um, and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? Hmm. Now, in this case, in this particular scripture, Jesus is, is teaching about the cost of discipleship, what it means when you give your life to Christ and, and how um, we would have our steps ordered. We think that this scripture also applies here because we need to consider the cost of what we do, of what our behavior is, of what our actions are, because we can get dirty if we take detours, (laughs) if we don't heed or read the signs. Can you say consider the cost? Consider the cost. That's what we need to do to estimate the cost, consider the cost. Before we do anything, consider the cost. Consider the cost, you know, whether it's road signs we're thinking about or the natural signs like Carrie was talking about or uh, whether it's the all-you-can-eat sign or, or the me, oh gosh, she's at the water fountain at 4.30, I think I'll be there, you know. All those things we need to consider the cost when we either ignore the sign or we don't look out ahead or we don't think about 
what's going to happen. When, when we look out there and we see road hazards in our lives, we've got to consider the cost. We've got to. What's going to happen if we continue on that path that we're on? If, if we read the sign, but we don't heed the sign. Read it, but don't heed it. What are our consequences going to be? Because there's always consequences. There's always consequences. Or, and here's the thing. Are we willing to pay the price, especially the high price, for some of those uh, choices that we make? Avoid the hazards. And how? Well, read the signs, heed the signs. Know what's ahead. When we accept Christ into our lives, we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is our guide, our comforter. The Holy Spirit is also a convictor. If you are in Christ and you're out doing something and you hear this, uh uh-uh, not good, whether it's a certain kind of behavior, whether it's a thought, whether it's a look, whether it's some kind of decision or step that you're about to make and you feel this nudge, don't go there, don't go there. The Holy Spirit in you will guide you and direct you every step of the way, and that way is never wrong. Our decisions and our humanness often take us to the right or to the left, but God's direction is always right. So we can trust God. We can trust what the word of God says. And so in order to avoid the hazards, we have to have our tools for the road. We have to have our rules for the road, which are knowing what God says, being in communication, prayer, meditation, being in a community of faith to help us because it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to take our hands off of the wheel. It's so easy to not see the patch of ice ahead or whatever that might be in your life. There's a great scripture that uh, I want to share with you. It's Psalm 119. Thy word, that's, that's the word of God. The truth is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. That's the, the word of God is our roadmap for life. It's like this headlight. You know when we're out there at nighttime and if, we're, if we don't have our headlights on, you know, we're really in trouble. Hazard, hazard. Turn the lights on. We've got a clear direction. That's the word of God, the truth of God, the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so claim this verse. Put it in, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, eat it, put it in your heart, take it in. Let's read this together again. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So when we allow God's word to guide us, to carry us, we can um, avoid the hazards and we don't take those crazy detours that send us in a ditch, whatever the ditch looks like in our lives. So we encourage you to tune in to God's will and way for your life, to trust that God knows what's best for us and to allow God to order our steps to light our path. The first step in doing that 
is to make sure that we do have Christ in our life. And so I would encourage you, we would encourage each one of you, wherever you are, if you're thinking, I don't know about Jesus, say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to trust. There's a lot of people around here who seem to, you know, take this seriously. I want to, you know, come into my life. Lord, forgive me for those places I've messed up. I am a sinner. Help me walk it out your way. Or as a believer in Christ, which there's lots of people who believe, we need to say that prayer each and every day. Forgive me, order my steps, direct my life. Help me avoid the hazards and be straight on that straight path for you. We have some time that um, during this last song where you can think about that, what's going on in your life, where are the hazards, where are those don't go there, little signs. Get on your knees, pray from your seats, go back and uh, we've got like gobs of people back here waiting to pray for all of us. We all need it to help us lift us up to the Lord. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, um, it's really hard uh, because we think we often know better than you. We don't consciously say that, but by our actions, that's how we, we behave. And we, uh, we go along, and then we veer to the right or to the left. We take a U-turn or a detour, and we find ourselves in a ditch. God, refine us by your refining fire. Help us together as a community of faith, you know, sharpen one another. Iron sharpens iron. God, guide us. And if there's anyone here, Lord, who doesn't know you, fill them right now with your Holy Spirit and help them feel changed and transformed that they know that they know that they know that they don't have to do this alone anymore. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who went the distance, his journey, all the way to the cross, willingly died, but then rose again so that we might have life here on earth and in heaven, a sweet, sweet eternity in peace with you. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers. Thank you.